Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, where we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, it can't be more timely with gold now hitting $1,520 US. Alan Barry Labucan, present CEO of Advanced Gold, trades on the venture under AAX. And you've got to be paying more attention now with what's happening in gold, so pay attention to this. Advanced Gold controls 100% of the Tabascana historical silver mine which is now finding as much gold as is silver in a lot of the results. The state of Zacatecas has produced 40% of the silver ever mined in Mexico. And he listen to this, 10% of the silver ever mined on the planet. So he's in elephant countries in the right place at the right time. Uh, they also own 15% of the Kekamega joint venture project in Acacia and Barrick uh, that now is between uh, Allen and Barrick. Uh, because they recently took over the company. Let's talk about all that because there's a lot to talk about. Alan, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, George, thanks for having me. It's a very exciting time for the price of gold. You know me, I've been banging on the desk for a long time about it. And uh, I think this, uh, this bull market for gold is going to be stronger or at least as strong as the 2001 to 2011 bull market. So as you said, timing's right. And uh, we've got a great story to tell. Let's talk about let's talk about the macro for a second because the macro is so important to advance. Earlier today, I tweeted out, "We may be walking into the perfect storm for junior gold companies." That's because they haven't had much investment at all in the last ten years. Most of the most of the companies have died off. Only the strong have survived. The ones that have survived are now at pretty ridiculous market caps. The under-exploration that's taken place means that there's, a, there's, there's going to be a supply issue. And now you've got gold moving up pretty strongly. And it's had other strong moves, but this one's stronger than anything I've seen in the last six or seven years. Uh, what do you feel about the macro? And tell us why this is the real deal and, and, and where you think it's going to go. Well, what makes this recent breakout so significant to me, George, is that uh, we saw gold try to struggle for – three years to get over that 1350 uh, level. I was calling it the magic number. And uh, since it broke through that 1350 number, it's now gone, what, we're at 1500 in a very short period of time. And that goes back to the earlier point you made, George, about long-term, decades-long under-exploration. Um, even when more money was spent, they weren't very successful at finding new discoveries. And so the supply chain of gold, silver, and other commodities uh, are very uh, weak at the moment. And looking, you can look out 10 years from now, George, the exploration that's going to happen now will not really uh, flourish into mines for another decade. So 
we're going to have a subdued uh, uh, supply chain for the next decade or so. Meanwhile, China, India, they consume gold as they grow bigger. And now all the central bankers are buying back their gold because they're trying to harden their currencies a little bit. You know, having some gold backing is a smart move. It's much better than holding U.S. dollars. Now the Chinese are starting to talk about whaling out their U.S. dollars. I'd sell every cent of the U.S. dollar I had if I was China and just load up on gold, silver, and some other strategic metals. So, yeah, I agree completely that the industry is in a perfect storm, and I think our company is in a perfect storm with the work that we have going on, the quality of the projects, the tightness of our stock, uh, and uh, you know, uh, advanced exploration coming up. It's a very exciting time for the sector and for advanced gold. All right, so we know the sector's got a huge tailwind behind it. Could be a perfect storm. I'm not taking that victory lap yet because I still want to see this prolonged. I want to see how this goes into the end of the year. You know, for me, if things kind of – and we don't – by the way, I don't expect to go straight up. There's going to be some staircase. But oh, long trend. But when it and, does, what you expect to see in this kind of a scenario, George, is the good days they're outnumber the bad days. Right. When they right. pull back, they pull back less than when they run forward. And that's the kind of trend that I think we're going to see going forward. Um, you know, you've got all kinds of headwinds. You've got the the trade war, the, the interest rates are coming down, the U.S. dollar looks uh, susceptible to a correction, the U.S. stocks are tremendously uh, valued right now at a premium. All of these things are pointing towards gold, so I think you will see what you're looking for between here and the end of the year. All right, so if that's the case, let's talk about how that impacts advance because that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, that's your baby. You fully committed to it. You left Canada. You're living in Mexico full time. You're all in. And for everyone at home, you know, Alan could have done that any number of times over the last 20 odd years. He made the move now. He made the move for, uh, for, for this project specifically. So here's the question I got for you. You're about to do, you're about to do some geophysics. All right. Explain to everyone why that's important and in layman terms obviously for me yeah yeah and i really why is that important right now? whenever i'm putting the news releases out george i'm kind of always de designing them for two people the sophisticated guy who wants the the, the technical um words and then the average investor but basically what's happening here george is think of a cake the earth is like a cake okay over time the volcanoes come up they put more rock down and it keeps going on over and over like the rings of a tree and we've only drilled into let's say that first layer of the cake it's called the andesites and these andesites are about 300 meters thick in this region as you said earlier 10 percent of the world's silver comes from within about a hundred mile radius of where i, I live here in zacatecas and in this so we know this area very well in the andesites, we've hit a widespread zone of gold and silver mineralization. It ranges from anything from anomalous all the way up to high grade, which is what you expect at the top of an epithermal vein system. This system, it comes, it comes off of a, a porphyry usually, and then it comes up like fingers, uh, the veins. Not only do we have a bunch of them, but they're big, they're thick. 
anywhere from a meter to, to 20 meters uh, in some places. And everywhere we've got silver mineralization, we've also got gold mineralization, which is indicative of the boiling zone, which is below the, uh, the andesites. What's that called is graphitic phyllites. And it's just another layer of the cake, George. Level two. And all those mines around us are in the, that layer of the cake. We haven't drilled down there yet. What makes it extremely exciting for us is one, finding an entire uh, epithermal vein system intact is pretty rare. You can find epithermal veins here and there. Sometimes they'll have faulting that offsets them and then they're eroded away. We've got the entire system. And uh, now the system, the, the important part is the boiling zone. And what we're doing to do that is we're doing some uh, uh, induced polarization IP survey, geophysical survey, and that will give us a better understanding of what's going on between 360, 300 and 600 meters. That is where the boiling zone is on all these other mines around us. Do you have any reason to believe right now that you're going you're gonna to be successful there or is it still early and you're, you're going in blind? You've got great success on the first level, on the first layer, but you're not sure. You know, what, what level of confidence do you have in the second layer in this, in this geo? Well, we, you know, from a technical perspective, whether you're asking me this about our project or another system like this, um, when you find a full system like that intact, that's important. The second thing is, George, We've got widespread gold and silver mineralization, as I said in the news release, that goes from about 400 meters north to south and about 300 meters east to west. That is a big zone. We've got spots all over the place where we've hit it with the drilling. And what that tells you is that the, the boiling zone below it has to be sizable to get a size, a widespread gold and silver mineralization above it and also when you've got the gold and silver mineralization it gives you a pretty good indicator of the potential for high grade below that um, what what it tells you is that there should be a big boiling zone that's rich in silver and gold how rich we still need to find out but uh all the, the fact that we every when we hit these veins george the silver and gold mineralization is across the entire vein on most of them and some of those veins are 20 meters wide. So it's like a pumping system. Something was pumping from lower that is pressuring that to get up near the surface. And uh, that's a not, that is what, from a technical perspective, it's happening multiple times with lots of pressure, which tells you about the zone below it. Yeah, because you've had, you've had what, you, uh, you identified a cluster of 30 epithermal veins. At least, right. yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that's that tells you you're you're really yeah. It's like I said, George. They're they're uh, spread out between 400 meters north to south and about 300 meters east to west. And then you drill down and you get you can see the actual model of what we've hit on our website under the uh, news release where we published a 3D uh, model of the drill hole. So it shows you all the little hits of, uh, of gold and silver throughout that uh, system. Or people can actually watch the last interview we did also, because we had yeah, that up. 
Yeah, we, we talked about we, that as well. So, um, how when do you start? How long does the this geophysics stage phase take? We started a couple of days ago. It's actual. It's already underway. It'll take about. Uh, Give me two weeks to get the survey done. What it'll do, George, is we're doubling the size of the grid of what we've drilled so far. So this grid will be 800 meters by 400 meters or so. Uh, and uh, that will give us thousands of readings. I'm really, you know, I'm kind of a geek about this uh, geology. You have to be. You got to be here. <laughs> What's going to happen is they're taking more than 10,000 readings. And what we'll be able to do is we'll be able to take slices of that cake off and look at what it looks like. Let's say we could take off the first 300 meters and look at what the geophysics look like below that, which is ideal. And the drilling we have done is also helpful because it makes helps us make sense of the geophysics below it when you can see drill holes above it, when you kind of go from surface to 600 meters, you're kind of looking in the dark, even if you've got some geophysics, because you could have false positives, right? But if you've got a big geophysical anomaly sitting right below where you've got these drill hole intersections of widespread gold and silver mineralization. It's not a false positive at that point. It's not a, it's likely not a false positive. And usually, Geophysics don't really, well, they excite a certain amount of people, but because we've got those drill holes above, I think that this set of geophysical results will help unlock the story to a lot of people before we even drill another hole. All right, so you get these in a couple of weeks. How long does it take to actually go through them and decipher what you've got? Uh, within three weeks, I should have the, the geophysical results back, and uh, everything's to, you know, all done on computers these days, George. It's, it's pretty, we had done some historical G, uh, IP survey. And even with that, we were able to see some good stuff, but that was on widespread uh, whole uh, locations. You talk in hundreds of uh, readings instead of thousands of readings. And uh, so I'm quite excited about that. And uh, we should have those results back within three weeks and be able so it looks to. Like, it looks like Labor Day, pretty much, give or yep. take. Yep, uh, and, and drilling know, so. will start. And because we use a lab down here in Mexico, where all these juniors that are drilling right now probably won't get their results back till late October, November, December, we'll actually, if we drill it, do, do the next hole or two by the, let's say, third week in September, we could have those back two, three weeks later. So there's, in the next uh, 60 days, it looks like you're going you're gonna to know a whole lot, you're going you're gonna to know a whole lot about Temescana. Absolutely. Well, we should have drill results back by then, yeah. but I still think that this is an important geological, geophysical survey because of the having the drill holes above it, George. Yeah. They're not going to be just showing some pretty colors on a map like a lot of juniors do, and a, a lot of those pretty colors can end up being false positives. We're going to have a set of drill holes, then geophysics, and to tie it all together. I'm assuming that pretty much makes it ironclad at that point, right? Well, if, if you, as close as you can get. Right, with, yeah. Yes, exactly. 
All right, so that's exciting. So for everyone at home, you know, mark your calendar, circle it, Labor Day, give or take three, four days, five days, either side and of that. And one other, and again, George, I, I made this point in our press release in my quote, how unique this is for, for a junior. To find a fully intact uh, epithermal vein system, I've seen that with uh, Extore that got bought out down in Argentina. They had an entire system. Uh, Beratica, the one that uh, Fruto del Norte, that was an entire system. I know where there's one other one I don't want to talk about. You're putting yourself in some pretty big company. <laughs> I have George, and then there's one just outside of Fresnillo, uh, Mexico, about 70 miles from where I'm sitting right now. It's another entire system, and it's been in production for four, 400 years, 500 years, since the 1500s. So it's not, yeah, uh, it's a rare occurrence, and then to have that rare occurrence, in a company like ours that's in one of the lowest cost jurisdictions in the world for uh, exploration, development, and mining, and have such a tight share structure. And we're one of the small, of all the companies I follow, my company, Advance, has the lowest amount of fully diluted shares with, this, with serious pr pr projects. So what is that number? What's the, what's the number? Fully diluted right now, I think we're at about 35 million. And I own about 10% fully diluted and our chairman, uh, who's my best friend, he owns 20% fully diluted. So we've got, and then there's another 30%. I mean, you own some shares, George, and other friends well, like that. Up, sure. Yeah, other friends like that own the stock. So tightly held beyond just me and Brad, there's another small group of, let's say, 10, 12 people that probably own another 30%. So the actual float is quite tiny on us. And uh, and I designed that for a reason. Perfect to storm. Perfect storm. You got it, Migo. You got it. I got it. And, and by the way, for everyone at home, that doesn't mean that we're projecting anything. But all the ingredients, all the ingredients you could want are in place, or pretty much most of them anyways, isn't it? There's no perfect ingredient base, but it's there. Well, from an exploration perspective, I think we've got all the ingredients of the cake uh, that very few juniors have these days. And I did it that way for a reason, George. I've been working on low budgets to keep that share structure down for this exact moment for the on the property and also with gold starting to get uh, getting exciting. And you got no bigger fan than me at the end of the day. Client or not, that's oh, that's some that's a phenomenon. It's only the last twelve months. We've been friends for decades, and and uh, buddy, I would love nothing more than to see you hit it and get your and get your just dessert. So let's wait to see what happens around Labor Day. Well, uh, I've been a gold bug for a long time, George, for a reason. That too. And, uh, that too. You know, I had it. We had a great run from two thousand and one to two thousand and eleven. Even made me a TV star back then. And uh, maybe I'm going to work to get back on TV with this this go around, George. Well, listen, you're better looking back then. Let's face it. <laughs> let's move on to Africa. Yeah, you've got 100 percent. You know, so you know you made an arrangement uh, that was agreed upon, signed with uh, Acacia. Acacia. Okay, okay, Acacia. So you've got 100 percent of the Kaka Mega, which is a funny well, name. No, we negotiated and signed an agreement to get 
Right, right. At this point, we own 15, 14.5%, and we were doing a deal to get 100%. And you weren't doing the deal, though, to be clear. You signed a deal. We signed a, an agreement in principle. We had the term sheet done. All the term sheets were done. They were uh, Acacia's lawyers were looking after the um, uh, final agreement so that we could put it all to bed. And uh, then Barrett came along and I thought it was going to take longer for them to take over Acacia so I wouldn't have to worry about this. But uh, like a lot of majors, they got Acacia and now they want to renegotiate the uh, terms of the uh, agreement we worked So on. what's your status there? I mean, everyone wants to renegotiate. Can they force you into renegotiation or is the agreement that you've already signed, the agreement in principle with Acacia, is that... Is that That's a non-binding agreement, George. It's what you do prior. Yeah. It's the term sheet you do prior to a, a final agreement. We've agreed. We've negotiated. We've agreed on all the terms. Now it's the formality of the final agreement and sign it. Um, and that's where things went off the rails with Barrick taking over Acacia. They haven't. They haven't completed that takeover as of yet. They still have to. Uh, uh, they, they'll formalize it. They're going through the same thing, George. They've come to terms. Now they've got to finalize it before the end of the year. How important is uh, this project, the Kakamega project, to advance? Because obviously Tabasquina is the workhorse, right? Yeah, well, Mexico is really my focus, George, because the costs are so low and, and the geology is so great. Um, but Kakamega, what makes it quite exciting is that um, it, uh, it, um, it's a Red Lake sort of lookalike. And you know me, I've been looking for gold at Red Lake for a long time. So that's why I wanted to get 100% of it, George. It has all the, it's got the right age of rock. It's got the big structure going through it. It's got the high grade gold that you want to see. We hit a six meter intersection in 2016 of uh, an ounce per ton of gold. That is the juicy stuff that you want to see in a Red Lake kind of target. So the only question left for that project is does it have continuity of that high grade? That's going to take more uh, drilling, and that's why the deal I negotiated with Acacia on the terms was no cash up front, no stock, and at any time they would get a uh, three, one three million dollar payment if we went into commercial production, and a sliding scale royalty depending on the price of gold. Over two thousand gold, it would go up to about two and a quarter. Right. Anything under fifteen hundred which we're now past, I hope we stay past there, it would be about 1.5%. So we still had room to play with that royalty, and but no cash, so we would have put that money into the ground to try to prove it up and see if we've got something that can go into commercial production. And uh, so I, I wrote in the news release that I'm not interested in renegotiating and uh, paying Barrick a bunch of money. I mean, George, it's like you spent your car, right? If you spent $5 million on your car, which has been spent on our project, you can't go and ask someone $5 million because they're not going to pay for it. It's not worth $5 million. You've driven it around. You banged it up a little bit. Uh, maybe uh, the price of whatever has gone. You're not going to get that price. So 
you know, for, to see if this is a Ferrari, we need to drill more holes, not to, you know, pay for the Ferrari before we even get in the car. So do you think this will be a while? It kind of seems like it from the outside that this is something that's going to take a while. Um, and that's we'll hard for me to say one way or the other, George. I, I, we were probably within weeks of having it all done and put to bed. I, I haven't heard back from a, a barrack on what they plan on doing. So, and I haven't heard back from Acacia either, who uh, started work on the project about they were doing the work to, to get it ready for drilling about two months ago, and I haven't got an update. This is typical, George. You know, this is why I hate dealing with majors. They're no good at exploration, and they always want to screw over the juniors. You know, it's like a David and Goliath sort of thing. They're always trying to push the little junior around, and I've been dealing with that for 25 years, and that's why the the majors have such crappy uh, reserves in their on their books. They all got to rewrite it because they overpaid because they're no good at uh, exploration or assessing what they should pay. They pay it up. They buy things on the highs. They never buy it on the lows. That takes vision. That takes work. And they're all run by bean counters these days. So the bean counter looks at it and goes, oh, well, they spent five, we spent $5 million. We've got to get some money out of it. They know nothing about the exploration anymore. And uh, so we'll see where it goes. I mean, we still have the underlying agreement, George, where if they spend another $1.7 million on the project, we're diluted down to a 3% royalty. These days, those 3% royalties are very attractive. Uh, There's lots of royalty companies out there looking for these kind of assets. We can sell it to anybody. There's no first rights of refusal. I'd love to have a barrack mine and have and have them paying me three percent uh, a year on the royalty any time of the week. Well, let's see if that happens. That's obviously going to take a while to get through. In the meantime, you know, you've got Tabascana. That's your baby right there. And yes, exactly. Hundred percent. I don't have to fight with no majors about it. I can do the exploration the proper way. We're gonna and yeah, that's uh, that's why you know I think for. For me, anyways, maybe it's me. Maybe investors feel differently, but for me, it's all Tabascana, and uh, you know, Kekamega will will be something nice to have. But we got a little ace under our sleeve as well in Mexico, about ten miles down the road. We own another project called Venaditas that I don't really talk about a lot. First time Um, I've heard of it. (laughs) Well, you'll you'll hear more of it probably within the next few months. All right, buddy. Listen. I love the way you came on here, spoke in layman's terms. I love the example of the layers of cake. Makes everyone understand exactly what you're doing there. We're excited for you. We got our fingers crossed, and uh, I guess we'll know next. Uh, we'll have you on before Labor Day, or not? I don't want to say before. Somewhere around Labor Day to find out, in fact, how successful you are. We wish you the best of luck, buddy. Thanks, George. I will really like to come back with those geophysical results and show them to everybody because, like I said, we've got the drilling above it. We're not just poking holes into geophysical anomalies. And what would be great at that point, I'm assuming, is we'll be able to actually have uh, the geophysics on a screen where you can actually... Yes, uh, and show you the... the, uh, the, A lot better than people looking at our faces at the end of the day. You got it, man. Good luck, man.
from everybody at Agoracom, all your shareholders. And I think everybody actually in the small cap junior resources space, right? We Winners create more winners at the end of the day. So, well, and I, you know what, George? Uh, in my not a zero sum game. In my reporting that I've done for 15 years now, I've had a reputation of being able to find those, and it's because I understand the exploration cycle. Now I'm doing it on my own with Advanced Gold. So, uh, show them how it's done, man. That's right, baby. You've been watching Alan Barry Labucan, President and CEO of Advanced Gold. Trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol AAX. You've heard everything. You've watched his reaction. Now it's up to you to go do your due diligence. Uh, we can help you on that. Get to Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, get to their hub, look up their profile page. All this is neatly summarized there. In fact, we're going to have to go back and summarize it again after this because Alan did such a great job. Watch the previous videos also. Those are helpful. Watch the previous And videos. the website advancedgold.ca and then from agoracom at that point you click right over to advancedgold.ca uh, take a look at the uh, take a look at all the information he's got there because it's exciting it's the perfect storm coming together and hopefully uh, it turns out to be a perfect celebration sometime next uh, four weeks or so thanks for joining us everyone have a fantastic day hope you're enjoying your summer but while you're enjoying your summer do a little due diligence right let's not forget about that everyone's enjoying their barbecues and vacations the golden, summer, the golden summer of 2019, George, baby. And remember last time I was pounding on the table, telling people they should be looking at these gold stocks now, the juniors. Whether you're looking at advance or other quality plays out there, these, these cheap bargains that are out there aren't going to stay around along with gold taking off in the golden summer of 2019. Well, people are looking, that's for sure. So that's why this is so valuable. Guys, go look. Don't say we didn't tell you. Have a great day. Have a great summer. Do your due diligence. Find a way to pay for those vacations, hopefully. Talk to you soon.